Hello, and welcome back to Lost at Random, episode 21. I'm Danielle. And I'm Syl. And today we watched season 5, episode 11, What Happened, Happened, which originally aired April 1st, 2009, so I don't trust anything any more so than I already trusted it. Yeah, I was trying to convince her this was an April Fool's episode to begin with, but I'm pretty sure that didn't last too long. I thought about it. (laughs) But then... When they're making it, I don't think they know specifically when they're going to air, much like, you know, a podcast episode. Very true. So, um... So this is our second season five episode. The first one we saw was way back at episode four of Lost at Random. I have a feeling you were mostly confused by the events of this episode. Uh, mostly, but it did sort of clarify some of the timeline confusion I had for the the season four and five thing where there, yeah, true. where Kate and Jack are in the suburbs living their suburb life or something. And there's an explicitly long conversation on timelines here. Yeah. Our drink today was Plum Deluxe's Roasted Chestnut Chai Tea. It was their tea of the month of January. Spoilers if anyone from Plum Deluxe actually listens to me. Still fantastic stuff. I'm well, going to be... it's January 30th, so I assume they've yeah. gotten their tea by now. We just got ours a little bit later, because moving is complicated. Yeah. It's um, a very nutty winter t- type of tea. Let's get into this rousing, uh, exciting episode. Yeah, all four pages of it. Um, <laughs> so, we open with Jen on the ground, waking up or something... Someone named Phil is calling for him on the radio, calling him by name. Jen is, Jen says the hostel is heading north, and they're like, how do you know that? He's like, oh, because I was attacked. Worth noting, Jen is speaking English, and he's got an Asian perm going on. You know what I mean? The success perm of I'm gonna make my hair curly. (laughs) There is a body next to him, and he rolls it over, and at first I can't tell if it's a petite woman or a child with glasses. Jen puts the injured person in a VW bus with the Dharma logo. Jen is also wearing a work suit, jumpsuit with the Dharma logo as well. A man with shoulder-length hair and glasses, also in a Dharma jumpsuit, is telling people to be in contact with their team leaders and saying them things. And he's like, LaFleur's got search parties out, but the hostel's got the jump on us. Pearly and Jack, who are also in these Dharma jumpsuits, are in the scene. Hurley asks Jack... Is he talking about Zaid? Per man with shoulder-length hair, someone started a fire in a van as a diversion to get the hostel out of his cell. He says to somebody else, Baxter, I want a full report on cleanup. And they see the guy replies, you got it, Horace. So glasses man is Horace. Uh, Kate is here. Um, she's in. She's not in a jumpsuit. She's in a gray tee and jeans. Uh, Rando asks if she's in the motor pool. And she's like, uh, yeah. And he's like, hey, can you crank this? jeep up and she's like sure but she's not entirely sure what he's talking about and he's like okay you're just gonna winch this she's like oh by the way i'm kate because nobody here uses pseudonyms he's like oh cool my name is roger linus and i'm like okay linus sounds familiar where do i know this from <laughs> it's pretty yeah it's a well because we've used multiple names for the relevant relevant person here is benjamin linus yeah how are they related Jen arrives with, I guess it's a child? Because Linus is like, that's my kid! That's my kid! Ah, shit, timeline. Then we switch to the suburbs. Kate is driving a sedan. She parks and pulls a baby out of the backseat. Sing the Catch a Falling Star and Put It in Your Pocket song to him. Mostly just those two lines repeated. There are other lyrics. 
whatever. I have no idea what that song is. So. Uh, have you ever seen The Princess Diaries? No, why would I? Okay, because that's also in the opening sequence there. Also, I think the song is from the 60s. Right. It's been in pop culture for a while. Huh, not my pop culture. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> um, all right, so our homework before this next episode will be to watch The Princess Diaries. And I will ask, so actually, we could just bonus episode that. I um, don't think that's going to happen. Where you tell me uh, what is happening in The Princess Diaries. No, we should totally do that, because I have sat in this chair often enough, and I would like you to go through that. And also, I haven't seen the second, so. That sounds awful. Yep, which is why we're going to do that at some point. Bonus episode at some point. Still recaps The Princess Diaries. I'm going to have a beer now. Okay. Still going to do that. Um, (laughs) So... She knocks on the door. It's a woman named Cassidy. And she's, oh, I saw you on the news. I told my friends I know that woman. Oh, I didn't think I'd see you again, Kate. And asks Kate why she's here. And Kate's like, oh, Sawyer sent me. The woman's grin immediately falls off of her face. And then we have titles. Yeah, for some reason I can just imagine the word Sawyer sent me is never ending well. Typically, no. Any, yeah, um, so any thoughts on what's happened so far? Like how much young Benjamin Linus looks a lot like Harry Potter? Uh, I wasn't thinking Harry Potter. I was thinking like a mid-70s female tennis player or something like that. Huh. Okay. Yeah, that's a... That I, was my what? first thought. Okay. I didn't think Harry Potter, but all right. <laughs> yeah, we could go with that. <laughs> all right. Sure. Yeah, anything else you think that you want to talk mention right now at this point? Uh, I'm guessing Crew is in disguise, but it's a shitty disguise if they're using their real names. I mean, if there's time travel, how much disguise do you really need to use? Uh, well, you should still take precautions, right? In case they come across your future current selves and be like, Oh, wow, you look and sound and are named exactly like the person I went to war with back in the 50s. You know, it might weird them out because then they might think you're like an eternal vampire. I mean, we already know one eternal-ish person on here. He's in this episode. Yeah, apparently. So they might think there are multiple and they might associate you fairly or unfairly with that person. And I don't know. (laughs) We are genre, but we are not wildly spinning around genre, I assume. Maybe. I don't know. There is a long... Yeah, we'll get to that. So, yeah, anything else? Cool. Later in the episode, I've gathered we've seen Cassidy before, but at the moment, I'm kind of like, I don't remember you. I don't believe we have seen her. Well, in, in the Sawyer episode, um, when he was in prison, some woman visited him saying, hey, you have a daughter. You need to pay attention. And he's like, I don't give a shit. So I think she was there. That Yeah, you're right. That might have been her. That was a long... Yeah, I don't... I think that was her, but I think that was also like the second episode we watched. Okay, so after the titles, we are still in the suburbs. Casty says, Sawyer, so that son of a bitch is still alive, as she's thumbing through an envelope of money. Kate says, well, he was when we left, and he said to take care of his daughter. Casty's like, oh, Clementine? She's upstairs in the crib. And Kate was like, oh, well, I think he wanted to know you to know that he cares about his child. And Casty's like, well, why didn't he come with you guys then? Kate says, the helicopter that they were, um rescued on was running low on fuel so he jumped um so that they could make it to the boat this is at the seven minute mark when i asked you to pause and type down things because <laughs> you're like you're going to be typing a lot so i figured i may as well keep track of my timestamps. 
Casty sighs and says, what a coward. Kate says, oh, I think he was just trying to do the right thing. And Cassie's like, no, I think he was trying to get away. She is suspicious of this envelope of money. That makes sense. How much of that story do you think is actually real? I... I don't know, because, like, Kate demonstrably has lied in the past, but the best lies have a kernel of truth to them. So I do think there is going to be an incident where Sawyer is leaving a helicopter i don't know if he's voluntarily jumping or if he's getting pushed out or if he just falls but i think there is probably some truth to him popping out of a helicopter so they can make it to the boat um we daniel and charlotte are suspiciously absent here so i suspect they may also be like not on the helicopter, but it was also their helicopter. I don't know. Season four is very murky to me. And there are a lot of people and things going on and I don't entirely understand. Yeah, we have seen less of season the later seasons. So, so. in terms of helicopters, I know Naomi is involved. Daniel and Charlotte are involved. And it's apparently bankrolled by uh, Charlotte... And that's pretty much what I've got for helicopter things. So I don't, okay. I don't know enough about the factions at play there. Anyway, so Cassie is suspicious of this envelope of money. She's like, "Did Sawyer really give this to you?" Or and Kate's like, mm, "Okay, I'm bad at lying. There was a settlement, but I don't need all of this money." And Kate's sort of like, "How did you know I was lying?" And Cassie's like, "Yeah, the same look on your face is when he left me." And then she asks about Aaron. Kate was like, oh, I was I was pregnant before when we crashed and before I met him. And then Cassie, again, can sniff out the lie and says, well, that's <laughs> not your baby, is it? Tell me the truth, Kate. Why Why did you got? you just told me you, y'all cooked up the story on the island and shared it with people. And Kate's like, no, I have to keep it uh, or keep the story up or something like that. Yeah. Back on the island... When? I don't know. Uh, Sawyer is in the monitoring station. It's not McHale's, but it's very similar with a bunch of monitors. Um, they are tube monitors, CRTs, or looking kind of things. They're not flat screens. Because time travel. Um, <laughs> Kate comes Wood down. Wood and all that good stuff yep. in business. Kate comes down and says, hey, hey, a kid was shot. That kid that was shot, that was Ben. She's like, what's going on? Sawyer tells her, you need to stop asking questions. Uh, Miles is also along with the team in disguise. Horace comes down and he calls Sawyer Lafleur. So when he was saying earlier that Lafleur was sending out search teams, that was Sawyer. Apparently, the reason the hostile disappeared or escaped was janitor keys. There's a missing set. There are three janitors, Roger, Willie, and the new guy. Jack, I think his name was, because we're bad at pseudonyms. Uh, oh, Jack. Miles Jack being a janitor. goes with Sawyer as they walk down the hall. Sawyer tells Miles, grab them and keep them under control, like sit on them. We, I guess, it seems like we're in what I dubbed Other Village. <laughs> Though I will talk about factions in a bit. I mean, I'm still going to call it Other Village because that's what I've been calling it for now. Roger wants to know who shot his son. He's hanging out outside the infirmary. Juliet told him to wait outside. Sawyer asks him, hey, hey man, where's your keys? And Roger's like, oh, they're just right. Oh, I uh, don't have my keys on me. Must have left them at a house. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, who do you think? Who shot Benjamin Linus? I don't know. Okay. We can talk about that in a bit. Everyone seems to think it's Saeed, which is a possibility, but I don't know when we are, so I don't know <laughs> who, what the factions are, and if they thought it was a kid or a manifestation of a polar bear or a psychic. Yeah, you also have no idea who went back in time or who didn't or how. Well, we can roll call here a little bit. So we've seen Jen, Jack, Kate, Hurley, Sawyer, Miles? I put a question mark on Miles because it sounds like he's been through the loop de loop before. Juliet? Mm-hmm. So that's like eight people? Okay. Oh, yeah, and Saeed, so nine? Well, maybe Saeed. Did you actually see him this episode? No, I haven't seen him. It's just people talking about him. So maybe it's him, maybe it's not. And do you think Richard went back in time, or is Richard there all along? Uh, he could just be a spirit trapped to the island like a ghost. That, that would make a lot of sense. I wasn't sure if that was like a oh, gasp, you figured it out, or a yawn, or like not mixing them both, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Someday you'll find out, maybe, maybe during the Richard episode, if there is a Richard episode. Probably never. Okay, so in the infirmary, Juliet says, well, the doctor is at Looking Glass Station until Friday. She says she can't fix it. Somebody needs to get the bullet out, and uh, the kid needs a real surgeon. Hmm, good thing we've got a surgeon. A time-traveling surgeon, right? Right? In in a house, Jack goes, looks at Miles, and he's like, you're keeping us here? And Miles says, yeah, you're sure, you're free to go. But, uh, you know, if you walk out that door, I'm going to shoot you in the leg. Hurley's looking at his hand, and Miles is like, what are you doing? And Hurley says, I'm looking to see if I'm disappearing. Because, you know, in Back to the Future, when they went to the past and fucked things up and then made it so he wouldn't exist anymore, he just started disappearing. So because, you know, Ben has been shot, I want to see if I'm going to (laughs) disappear. It's a very... There, there are some really good nuggets of information in this conversation, but it's also surrounded by a lot of... Pop culture Her- stuff? Or- oh, and Hurley just being dumb. Well, yeah. So, like, I mean, specifically, he says, like, and therefore, dude, we don't exist because little Ben is killed or something. Just really elegant phrasing. It's said so casually and offhandedly, but I'm kind of like, but what if? What if they just don't exist? And this is a fever dream. By Ben Linus as he recovers from surgery as his grandpa is telling him tales. Uh, it could be a thing based on the ending of this episode Miles is like okay that's dumb time never changes but we've never experienced how it all turns out and Hurley's like that's really confusing Miles says yeah get used to it so he's saying I guess Linus is Linus usually gets shot but what? Or I think this was unclear Because we were talking about how this has happened before. So I wrote, Linus didn't die, but that kid didn't either. Linus always gets shot. And then Miles says, if I'm wrong, we all stop existing, and none of it matters, does it? Yeah, you missed some stuff in there. Okay, because that was what I wrote down. Okay. 
what Miles was saying is that Linus always gets shot at yeah, this moment, no matter what. That's what I said. Linus always gets shot. And he also somehow always survives this moment. According to this time travel theory, everyone getting sent back in time has always happened. So people going back in time to save Linus is just a thing that's always occurred. This, we're, they're not messing with the timeline by doing this. This is the way the timeline always okay. has been. Yeah, that's that's basically what I got. Okay. If my even though my notes were too garbled for you to get that. Yeah, your notes were extraordinarily garbled. It's there is a mention later on though that's a bit more interesting, but. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it sounds like Linus Roger Linus always gets shot. Roger is gunsh- Roger wasn't shot at all. Okay, well they said Linus, so I assumed. Oh, they're talking about Ben okay. as a kid. Oh, okay. Well, okay. This is why surnames are confusing to use when you have multiple people with the same one. It's not a good way to address. Anyway, so I guess Linus always gets shot. Whatever. Sawyer bursts in saying, hey, Jack, you're a surgeon. Let's go do surgery. Jack says, "Mm, no, for once. And I'm I'm wondering, is this like a killing baby Hitler situation where he has the option to kill the thing in the future? And he's like, I'm just not gonna. Sawyer says, you know, if you don't, that kid's going to die. And Jack kind of calms and looks at him. He's like, then he dies and shrugs. We got some stressful strings. Uh, Do you think that Lennis is future Hitler? Benjamin? Uh, in terms of Lost, he's been pretty antagonistic. So it is kind of a like a, well, we went back in time. Should we kill our enemy when he's a child situation? And does that make us better or worse than our enemy? Deep thoughts on Lost. <laughs> when we come back from commercial break, Kate is peering through the blinds and then asks Jack, "What are you doing?" Probably like in a like why aren't you helping kind of way, but he's like, "Oh, I'm making some sandwiches." As he makes sandwiches, he's like, "You know, nothing matters in in our present timeline. I was held in a cage until I operated on Benjamin Linus because you came in and you begged me to do it because he was torturing Sawyer in another room. And so I've already done this. I don't need to do it again because I did it in the future. Kate says, oh, but we brought Saeed back here and we caused this problem. Jack says, but did you ever think maybe the island wants to fix things itself that maybe I was just getting in the way Kate says, oh, I don't like the new you. I like the old you who wouldn't sit around and let things happen. Jack says, hmm, you didn't like that version either. Kate leaves the house. And Miles is like, what? So, uh, so do you think the island is a, is a thing that <sighs> causes things? I mean, it has, it is likely the source of all of our supernatural phenomena. Okay. I is think. It, is it sentient? Probably. Or alien, I don't know. So I think the interesting thing here to note also is Jack's attitude towards the island because it sounds very Lockean. And when I, I don't mean like philosophy lock, I mean like lost lock in that, oh, you know, whatever happens, happens. Things happen for a reason. The island just does. That maybe he's been persuaded to join the cult of the island. So before he was like, okay, whatever. I'm a person and I can do things because I have free will. But now he's like, the island though yeah i mean there's a lot of there's a lot of hints that part of that might be be true during this episode because i said we haven't seen much of season we've seen a decent amount of season four but we haven't seen any of like season five or six 
So. I mean, my really, really, the only evidence I have for the island doing things, influencing things, is the electromagnetic pulses, futzing with communications, um, the miraculous healing of Rose and Locke, the manifestation of whatever's going on in Walt's mind. I mean, that's 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 a decent yeah. amount of stuff, actually. Yeah, no, it's pretty solid. I mean, I guess also Locke's dad. But yeah, so and Richard maybe not aging and I don't. Richard is Richard is a fucking alien. I don't give a shit about him. <laughs> I've seen him in like three episodes. I know he's important, but like, as far as I'm concerned, he's an alien trying to f- harvest island power for himself. So whatever he's he's put on the shelf that I don't think about until he's relevant. <laughs> um, yeah, so. There's enough evidence that the island has something going on, and there are definitely people who are kind of maybe sort of cultists about it. Looking at you, Locke, mostly. And what do you think Maya was talking to the dead thing is island-related to, or...? Uh, probably. Also him not knowing when he is. Like, maybe he's seeing the dead bodies in the future, or they're in the now, but I don't know. I don't know enough about Miles. Yeah, we really haven't met much of him about him yet. I like his attitude, but, like, that's it. Got it. Okay. So, where did Kate go after she left the house? She's at the infirmary. She, a nurse tells Juliet, hey, uh, that new girl from the motor pool is here. She's, uh, she wants to donate because she's a universal donor. Okay, cool. Let's strap you in and take your blood. Juliet says, oh, James told me that Jack isn't coming. Kate says, well, you know, if I knew what Jack wanted to do or what was on his mind, I wouldn't be here. Juliet asks if anything happened off-island between them. Kate says, we were engaged. Does that count? And Juliet looks concerned. This is at 16 minutes and 55 seconds. Yeah, so, uh, how's that? I think (laughs) this is the first acknowledgement outside of the... Flash alternative world that they exist. So maybe I need to stop calling it an alternative. Well, I don't know. So like on Island Time, they are aware of that timeline where they are rescued and they are in L.A. for some reason. Unless there's another situation where she got engaged, but likely we're talking about the same thing. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah. It's trying to piece it into the timeline now because it almost seems like, well, okay, they they were on the island, they got rescued, and they were living out their happy lives. But I guess that was sort of like a forward, but not because, or maybe like in midi arrest. So like it happened, but then they came back to the island, and now we're seeing both like that timeline and them coming back to the island. Well, there is a hint at how long they've been in the past. Well, no, Later I mean, no, it's not just a hit. We, we literally see Aaron going from, like, infant to three-year-old walking and talking. Yeah, so. and, and Sawyer, it's later in the episode, but Sawyer does mention that he it's been three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so apparently they were rescued by helicopter, spent time off-island for three years, and now they're back. They're back somehow 30 years earlier? Or however long it is. Well, or maybe they came back, but there was a time flash. I still don't fully understand how those work, so I'm just using vocabulary that has been presented to me. (laughs) Um, Okay. Yeah, so anyway, I guess 
three years. This is season five, right? Yes, this yeah, is so season five. Season four is when we got screwy with the time because I think that's when we went to the fifties, correct? Season or was that season five? That's I think season five is when Jughead was where they went that, to the fifties. Yeah, that's season five. That's season five. That's okay. the only one you've seen okay. thus far. Season five. All right. So um, season, season four is when the flash forward slash alternate timeline things are going on for some of the episodes, but not all of them that we have seen thus far. This is like the Star Wars Clone Wars animated series where air date doesn't give a shit about chronology. Oh, no, no, no. This, it, trust me, if we weren't, we don't give a shit about chronology and we're watching well, I know it. We the don't. show itself was very much in a in a determined order, particular order. Is it, though? Yes. Absolutely. Okay, because that's, okay, so that's what my friends who are Lost fans were saying, and which way they were kind of against this project, because they're like, well, it's just, it happens in a very specific way, and you're going to mess with that. And I'm like, I really don't think I'm going to lose anything, and I don't think I've lost anything. I really don't. <laughs> I don't know if you're more confused or less confused, so, yeah, we'll see how this I goes. I think I am the same amount of confused as people gathering around the water cooler in 2006. Oh, yeah, this was 2009, but yeah. Yeah, 2006 would be even more confusing. <laughs> anyway, off-island, they were engaged. Um, Which you have seen, luckily, because yep. otherwise I'm sure that would have... Shittiest conf- proposal. Yeah, I'm sure that would have confused you even further if you didn't know about that. Which, yeah, probably, but like, you know, hey, I just visited our friend in the, inf- uh, in the sanatorium. Um, Hey, want to get married? No, shitty proposal. <laughs> but yeah, okay. Anyway. Door to the infirmary opens. Roger comes in because he wants to see what's happening. He's like, my son, what's going on with my son? Juliet, in a very calm voice, says, you know, Kate is here. He's giving blood. He needs fresh blood. And Roger's like, oh, just let me hang out here. And she's like, okay, you need to not be in the operating room, but I understand. So, you know, why don't you just keep Kate company? And Kate's like, yeah, make sure I don't pass out. Friends, cool. Roger hangs out with Kate. He says, he stole my keys. And she's like, what? Roger thinks Ben stole his keys to bust Saeed or the hostel I out of jail. I wrote Saeed in my notes, but it's not confirmed that it's him. Not, no, it's not. So anyway, Roger thinks Ben stole his keys to bust the hostel out. Kate's like, why would he do that? And Roger says, because of me. And then he goes on about, like, I'm a terrible dad. And Kate's like, no, you're not. And he's like, I guess Ben's mom died the day he was born. But Roger just tries to be a good dad. Everyone has daddy issues. Yeah, they really do. Any Did- thoughts about Ben's mom dying in childbirth or anything about any of those comments? If he was born on the island, then that does kind of go with the the birth mortality rate thing. Yeah, okay. And then I guess Ben goes into cardiac shock? I think I think they said high... Hypoxia? Hypoxia, I think that's what they said, yeah. Yeah, where you're like starved of oxygen or something. Yeah, I think that's yeah. what they were talking about. Then we go back to the house. Hurley, and this is... Uh, this is her time travel conversation, and part of me wanted to get all of it, but part of me was like, no, this is a lot. It was... It was it, the time travel in this show is a very simple. Is it a t- is it just a bunch of tesseracts like loops, like in a wrinkle in time where you have two bits of the fabric, but it's like you're closing the loop. And... No. I know. I think it's even simpler than that. It's just things that happened happened. So there's no messing with the timeline because every time the timeline has always infinitely been messed with. Uh, 
Okay, anyway, so the way this is presented in the show is Hurley says, let me get this straight. All of this already happened. So we've already had this conversation? And Miles like, yes, this conversation already happened. But not for you and me. That's happening right now. But we've had some version of this conversation before. And it sounds like in other timelines. Miles goes on to say, Once Ben turned that wheel, time isn't a straight line for us anymore. Our experiences in the past and future happened before our experiences right now. So, uh, what wheel? What do you think that means? The wheel of time turns and there are no any endings or beginnings, but it was a beginning. Okay. That, is, is that a quote from the Wheel of Time book series? Yes. Okay. Every I book so. opens with that. Which is another thing you should read. I know, I agree. I do actually want to read that. I care much more about that than The Princess Diaries. Okay. I would not ask you to do that at random, though, because that would get very confusing. Whereas, like, Princess Diaries, just for recap purposes. But confusing's the point. Okay. (laughs) Well, then we can watch Princess Diaries 2 and then watch Princess Diaries 1. There's only (sighs) the two films. Oh. We could just consider it the uh, the Anne Hathaway cinematic universe, and you just watch Anne Hathaway films at random and just pretend that they're all part of one giant continuity. That doesn't sound horrific, actually. Okay. We'll keep that idea in the back <laughs> you know, because we're going to run out of Lost episodes eventually. Eventually. We have, we have a long time to go. But before we run out of Lost episodes, uh, what about Ben's wheel? Yeah, so we're... Um, I, it could be a metaphor. It could be something that was in the bunker. What bunker? There are a lot of bunkers on this island. I don't know. Okay. It could be in a temple situation. I've been in um, escape rooms where there's a wheel thing that you need to turn and line up things. So, like, I don't know. Yeah, so I guess, let's see. So if time isn't a straight line for them, it's not linear. It's like, uh, experience in the past and future happen before experiences right now. Okay, so that's... that. So it's like what there. So if time is time was linear, but now it's chopped up into pieces and it's just on shuffle. Ba- no, basically the way are, is lost at random. Really about discovering that lost is random. No, no, it's not that clever. No, Ugh. basically, I think I don't know. You know, I like a lot of time travel stuff. <laughs> the way the timeline in this show works, as far as I'm aware, as and as of as we know right now, whatever happened. Your own personal timeline is always linear. Your personal timeline that you experience is always going to be what you experience. And what's basically happened is is these people who are currently back in time were basically plucked from their current timeline into an earlier point in the overall timeline. So they're still experiencing time linearly. Mm -hmm. Time itself is going linearly. And the point in the past that they went to always already happened. So they can't change the future because there's no multiple timelines. It's all just one timeline that happens to have someone from a point in the future moved to a point in the past. Does that make sense? 
kind of like I'm picturing like if you've seen the family circus cartoons where it shows Billy's pathway through the yard where it's just like a dotted line going all of hither and yon. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't necessarily explain the, well, we've had this conversation before or iterations of us have, because you just said there's no well, multiple he, timelines. He didn't mention, saying, he, he didn't say iterations of us. That, I'm not sure you got that. That might be me extrapolating. Yeah, that was you extrapolating. So what, what he's saying is in their own, in their own base timeline in the future. Somebody so at some point went back to the past and had that discussion. If it wasn't, ex- even though it wasn't explicitly them, no, it was explicitly them. Oh. But in their in in their own future, this conversation happened in the past, but they weren't aware of it because it hadn't happened for them. Okay. Yet. Yeah. That okay. That's that's straightforward. But that's the way it was presented was less clear. Yeah, no, that I I agree. Yeah, made it sound like there were multiple. Yeah, Hurley made it sound way more complicated than it needed to be. Um, we are still. Hmm? What? No, I was... I'm, I, I was I was saying Hurley tried to make it sound more complicated than it was, but basically, as far as I'm aware, at this point in the show, the way the timeline is trying to be presented is nothing. Everything that happened with all the people in the past happened. Like this is an event that occurred. Before pe- before that plane crashed, and this is an event that has always, always happened on the island at this period in time. So anything that is in the current timeline of the island is due to this event in the past. Because this event in the past already happened, even before episode one of the show. This is stuff that was already in the past the, the 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 history of the island okay does that make sense yeah of course i could be wrong and just fuck fucking with you no that seemed pretty earnest um <laughs> anyway like i was saying we're still in the middle of this conversation or me recapping this now the timeline off the island that's i don't know <laughs> okay, you just told me it was straightforward, but then it's not. Okay. On the island, it's straightforward. So island time is apparently like a weird whatever slidey thing. I don't know. It's like, I guess... I was trying to think of a good metaphor. I guess it's like if you're reading a book and you're at a point, but you can always go back to a page, but that page isn't going to change because you went back to it. Yeah, right? actually, yeah that's, yeah, yeah, that's very accurate. Yeah. So then it's like, okay, well, I just went back here and I'll reread this place and jump back and it'll be, you know, nothing has significantly changed. Yeah, basically what's going on is like further taking that. What's going on now? The wheel weaves is the wheel wheels. Yeah, but basically what's going on now is these the, the, the characters who got put into the past, though they're actively doing things, probably more of a deterministic type thing where they might be just kind of watching the events in the past that they already did unless it's like when you yeah. reread something and you notice all of the details in the background yeah but because this past as far as they know wasn't recorded and it definitely wasn't shown to the audience before now it's all new to them and it's us. like when you read the silmarillion after you read the lord of the rings okay no i'm losing my metaphor um <laughs> anyway so okay so miles says the wheel thing Miles, Hurley is kind of like, um, but... Yeah, so I figured Mi- Hurley would so, know more about this so if Ma- he's so pop culture savvy. But anyway. Maybe. Uh, so Miles then's like, hey, Hurley, can you just shoot me? And Hurley's like, no, if I do that, then you'll die now in 1977 and you won't come in the freighter. And then Miles is like, no. 
Right, I think he basically goes through, like, yeah. what you just said. It was like, no, like, I'll still come in the freighter. It's just that I'll have gone back to 1990 or 1977 to die. Hurley then says, well, but when we first captured Ben and say you'd torture them, why wouldn't he remember getting shot by that same guy when he was a kid? And Miles is like, huh, I haven't thought about that. Yeah, no, that is a pretty, uh... That's a pretty good point. That's a pretty good point that maybe indicates Saeed didn't do it, is my takeaway from this conversation. That is your takeaway from this conversation. Because, like, I mean, he either he would remember it or maybe he didn't see his assailant. Or, more simply, it just wasn't Saeed. Yeah, that's, that's possible. I, that's probably what's going on here. Moving on. Unless you want to dwell on this more. I said enough. That's my minor theory crafting for the moment. Uh, back in the village, Juliet asks Roger to go to the medical station for supplies that they don't have, which is a, makes sounds like a real good kind of snipe hunt sort of thing. Of get out of our hair for a moment. Uh, he thanks Juliet for doing everything she can to save his boy. She's like, it's my job. No, no, no worries. Kate, after he leaves, Kate asks if Ben is getting any better. Juliet shakes her head, but says he's stable. She says that Ben is going to die, and she's got this very long thousand-yard stare. She says, well, maybe there's something they can do. Kate asks who. Juliet says, the others. Yeah, it's out. (laughs) This, This confusing you at all? A little bit, because I always thought Dharma was the others, but... This is the point where it's like, okay, there's a, there are different factions here. Okay. Especially thinking back to the videos, the Dharma videos that said, push this for hostiles. So like, who is hostile and who is the others? And it is, is Dharma actually the hostiles relative to the other, like Dharma is not the others and others are the hostiles. It's, anyway. Juliet wants to help and is going to go with Kate. And Kate's like, if Sawyer knew I got you involved, he'd kill me. Juliet wishes her luck and lets her go off, saying, I'll give you a head start. So I guess Juliet and Sawyer have gotten together in the three years since rescue is the implied thing. I mean, they don't really do you like, think that? They don't really latch their faces together, which is fine. But it's, it's, the, the subtext is there. Yeah. It's not text yet for me. Back in the suburb. That can happen in three years. Yes. Yes, it can. We are on the docks. Kate goes to put Aaron in a car seat. Ben is held at gunpoint. It is night. We are at docks. He says, there's someone. Someone here in Los Angeles. Son is holding the gun. Asks him who. Ben says, someone who is going to take us to the island. After stashing Aaron in the backseat, Kate is running towards the dock, and it looks like Jack and Saeed are here, just based on from the back. We don't see their face immediately. Kate's like, you guys are crazy for wanting to go back. We have a life here. We Why why do we need to go back or something? They don't really have a good answer. They just kind of look at her pained. She drives off with Aaron. Aaron tells her he needs milk. He's big enough to walk and talk, so time has elapsed. Mm-hmm. She stops at a store to get him a beverage. He says he wants a juice box. Uh, her phone rings, so she gets her. She's holding on to Aaron with her left hand and tries to dig her per, uh, phone out of her purse with her right, and then just like uses both hands to dig her phone out. Looks at it. It's Sawyer calling. She ignores but, it. No, it wasn't Sawyer. Or not Sawyer. Sorry, it was Jack. Yeah, like I said, Jack Shepard. 
Also, yeah. flip phone. Yay. Continue on. Yeah, flip phone in 2009. Ish. Maybe. I don't know. Okay, so like, it's three <laughs> years from when they get rescued. So they crashed in 2004. Yes. I don't know how long they've been on the island. Correct. But it's three years from after they get rescued. So at least 2007, if not further into the future. I mean, how long do you think they're on the island? Uh, before the before the rescue that may or may not have happened. Aaron is still a baby. Yeah, so it's you, gotta be a year. You because he's like. I remember you heard how long season two was. Mm-hmm. The entirety of season two was, I think, twenty something days or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if you know how long season one is. No, Aaron it, is my Rosetta Stone right now. <laughs> there was an event in season four that explicitly mentioned the date. But I don't think you remember that. Um, there was luck telling somebody to find his baby self. Was yeah, that season five. Well, that was part of it. But there was an event in season four that mentioned they like keeping track of dates by baseball games, which you don't know the baseball <laughs> games by heart, which makes that really hard. Oh, it was the thing where the Yankees won something or other. Yeah, but yeah, there's there there's uh, there's something in season four that explicitly mentions the date off the island, and I think there is something in the hatch that end of season two that mentioned well, explicitly when, how long it's been since the no plane when Desmond was like, hey, this hap- incident yeah. happened X number of days ago. Um, yeah, so that but so, I don't know how long it's been since that point that they got True. rescued. Yeah. So again, like basing this off of Aaron's age, like it's been a, at least a year since the crash plus three years. So we're looking at, at 2008 or so. I mean, this is, yeah, this sense. is all to determine why the fuck Kate has a flip phone in the year <laughs> of our Lord 2008. And I actually, I, I had a flip, an LG flip phone, uh, until like May two thousand eight, when I got uh, LG NV two for graduating. Oh, high I mean, school. I mean, it makes sense. I think I've iPhones were two thousand nine. No, they were two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Because I remember, okay. um, then that fall was my freshman year of college, and I'm thinking, oh, cool, I have this like horizontal flip phone with a keyboard. Look at how fancy. But then, like, I go to college, and there are some fancy kids with the first iPhones. And I'm like, why does a college kid have an iPhone? We don't need this. Oh, um, man, how times have changed. Yes. Continue but I mean, on. just, like, a smartphone. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess it's, it, makes I mean, for, it makes sense for Kate to have a flip phone. Yeah, and uh, it also could be a secret burner phone type scenario or That's something. True. We don't know that. Yeah. Because I can totally so, imagine the... Oceanic Six, who I think you can I guess, guess who they are. I guess now. I should be more disappointed that it's not a razor. Okay, also, so we, yeah, that's probably a more important thing to discuss than my what year is it for her phone? While poor Aaron is just dangling at the end of her hand at this point in my recap. <laughs> um, so let's see, we have. Do we count Ben as the ocean? Well, because Ben wasn't on a plane, so I don't think he'd be part of the Oceanic Six. Or are we counting him? I don't know. Are we? All right. So roll call, because I, I thought it was Jen at first until like we saw for the side that he's a bearded Saeed. So we have Sun, Saeed, Hurley, Jack, Kate, Aaron, and that's six. But I guess it depends if like is Aaron our sixth, or do we not count Aaron and have somebody else like Jin? 
But that's six people. Yeah. So. Is that your thoughts? Yeah, unless somebody escaped and wasn't part of the quote-unquote Oceanic Six. Think of the very last scene of this episode. Yeah, I don't think he left. Okay. Um, but we'll get there. We'll, we'll come get back there. to that. I, 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 I want to hear your thoughts on okay. that scene, but we'll get there. She opens her flip phone, ignores his call, puts it back in her purse, realizes, oh no... Aaron isn't here anymore because she let him go. And I don't have kids, but I kind of feel like the point of having them in public is you never let them go out of your sight. Especially if they're small and can just wander because I imagine kids are kind of fast and zoomy and disappear. We'll find out when we have kids. I guess. Or babysit or something. Anyway, she goes to the clerk she just passed asking about where juice boxes are. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, she's running through the supermarket. It's kind of like amazing. I'm wondering if this is the point where we're like, Aaron never existed all along. Oh, uh, man. She, that would have been a good that twist. That would have been a really good twist. And she's like panicking, t- asking people like, have you seen a little blonde boy? He's three. Uh, and then as she's... Would it would the twist have been Aaron doesn't exist all along? Or if is Kate imagining this entire uh, off I feel like the better twist would have been that Kate is imagining this entire off-island thing. Okay. And that Aaron would be her inception icon i'm so sorry i recognize that i speak pop culture for a lot of my explanations and metaphors it's okay that movie came out in what 2009 20 anyway if you have complaints comment yes anyway she's near the entrance she sees aaron or at least a blonde toddler holding hands with a blonde woman and she panics he's like aaron and he's like mommy and she she, a, the blonde woman found him in a fruit section, and it looks kind of like, she looks kind of like Claire, but she's not Claire. She's like, oh, I found him in the fruit, by fruits, I was going to take him to the customer service desk to page, and Kate is just like, oh my god, my baby. Um, yeah. But it's not her baby. It's, it's Claire's not, baby. It, yes, that is, that is our underlying stress thing, tension. Back on the island, Kate has driven to a field with some weird stone pillars that have circular ball things on them. What do you think those are? Uh, an electric fence. Okay. Still giving me Jurassic Park vibes. <laughs> um, she gets out and is going to grab Ben, and Ben is like, tell my dad, I'm sorry I stole his keys. Uh, another VW van approaches. It's Sawyer, and he's wearing glasses? Lafleur. I guess. Uh, so, so you've seen Sawyer wear glasses before? I uh, probably. He almost always puts them on when he reads. Okay, because I don't see him reading too often. He he reads I, a lot, actually. He, yeah, I, I maybe he wore them in his prison episode. Yeah, and also at one point, super early on, I think it was one of the first episodes, he talks about trying to find glasses, and he just has to deal with reading glasses off someone's corpse. Yeah, I, what that was, exactly. I vaguely remember that, but I feel like he was kind of joking as he was looking for, like, mags. Yeah. Or maybe they were joking that he was looking for, like, girly mags or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, he says, damn it, Freckles, I ain't here to stop you. I'm here to help you. I think he pushes buttons on the pillar thing and then they can go through. Yeah, there's definitely keypads on those. So. Yeah, there's a keypad. There is no discernible field, but it does seem like a boundary of sorts. Back in the suburbs, uh, 
Kate and Jack are at a house with a no soliciting sign. She knocks on the door. A small child greets Auntie Kate. It's Clementine. Um, Kate is here for some gal talk with Cassidy. I guess Jack says that they weren't supposed to leave. What? According to Kate. Or like, I guess Kate was saying, well, Jack said we weren't supposed to leave the island or something like that. Oh, there, I mean, there's a thing about there about them Jack trying to go back. Yeah, that's what this conversation is about. Kate gives, or Cassidy gives Kate something to drink, says, you know, I'll watch your fella. With bourbon. There was a lot of bourbon in that I, I wasn't sure. She poured a significant amount of liquor into a cup. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I, th- I think that's four roses, just judging by the look of the bottles. Okay. Well, details. Kate talks about how she lost Aaron in the supermarket, and she says, you know, I was scared. But the weird thing was, I wasn't surprised, because I was thinking, it's about time. Why would I expect him to be taken? And Kate Cassie's like, well, maybe it's because you took him. And Kate says, oh, but, but Claire was gone, and Aaron needed me. Cassie's like, mm, you needed him. Cassidy has a decent amount of common sense in this situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, uh, if a boy's, if an infant's mother disappeared, I don't know if I would leave the infant on its own on a random island in the jungle. So why do you think, where do you think Claire disappeared to? I don't know. Because you have seen Claire in episodes randomly kind of disappearing. Like, it's not, not, it's not exactly a new thing for her. Well, in the previous episodes, it was because she was getting kidnapped for, like, let's poke around in your uterus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she shows up in the season six episode I've seen with Locke on a dock. Um, yeah, I don't know. Okay. I imagine that has to do with the weirdness around mothers and all that. But I don't think she's, like, bamfing around, teleporting. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think she was probably otherwise occupied and... They had to make a judgment call, and, you know, if they left people behind on the island, maybe they should have left Aaron there, but if it was like, well, let's get rescued and, like, I don't know. Some sort of climactic, you have to come with me or you're stuck behind situation? It's, it's not a good, I, I don't I, I I think in general, if you have, if if they're getting rescued, like, women and children, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you've it's, seen... You've seen some of the build-up to this potential rescue, because you've seen a decent amount of season four. It's confusing. Yeah. I'm still not very clear on it. And I think the rescue, it sounds like, is really Charlotte trying to get Desmond out. You mean Penny? Or I mean Penny. I called her Charlotte earlier. Char- oh, okay, yeah. I meant well, Penny. Okay, because earlier you mentioned Charlotte, I thought you actually meant Charlotte as to why you haven't seen Charlotte and Dan at all. Yet. Yeah, but I mean, all, she, I mean, Charlotte, Dan, and Penny are all involved with this helicopter thing. True. Because it's Penny's father who's supporting Daniel's lab, and yeah, so it's, they're, they're loosely affiliated, I don't know how, but, um, they're the keys to this helicopter rescue situation, and... Yeah, I, it makes sense for me as to why Aaron got rescued. That is a good qu- I don't know. <laughs> so much, so many more things to learn. Kate, so many like, more things yes, to learn. Like, arguably, yes, Kate abducted a baby. But at the same time, if the mother wasn't around, I mean, I don't know. Did they pull the equivalent of Yellowstone tourists taking a baby bison in their shopping bag and taking it to rangers being like, help? Or... I mean, she's been... She's apparently been lying about saying this baby was hers for a long time. Yeah. So we don't know exactly how much time passed off the island between here and now. We know it's a while. Yeah, and, and, and that, that 
whole story kind of is interesting to me. Like, yeah, is the lie to protect Claire's family from knowing that she was pregnant? And, like, or is it... I don't know, because, like... Yeah, that, that whole thing is that's nebulous as hell nebulous. right now, because we know that Claire... Because you know that Claire is Jack's stepsister. So, yeah. So, um... So I don't know if they're step or half. I think half i think same dad i don't know it sounded like it's the same dad so it would make sense at least as far as i know because i don't know what relatives claire has at this point that jack would take care of aaron and maybe because jack's a shit person (laughs) i mean he 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 tries but like i I would not trust jack with child care that kate is here to make sure he doesn't like accidentally i mean aaron behind just this episode someone's like hey jack do you want to save this kid and jack's like fuck that kid well that's because that kid is island baby hitler yeah true but yeah so i don't know it's this show i don't know if this show understands child custody i don't think it i don't think it does not even a little bit um like oh my god especially after that the the wall episode like I, i still have multiple questions about that or maybe they're just trying to make it sound like the only people on the island who survived are the ones who are rescued everyone else died uh oh you mean in their cover story yeah yeah, I mean, that's explicitly what their cover story is kind of like. It's like, well, everyone else died and we had to rescue them. Which, in that context, make it makes it look even worse that she's a baby snatcher. Okay. Um, but I don't know. It's complicated. Why did they leave people behind? Maybe they just don't want to talk about it. But then they should maybe owe those fi- people's families answers. I don't know. You'll probably find out I on might a future find episode out. Maybe, maybe Lost not. at Random. Back on the island, uh, <laughs> Juliet... Apparently told Sawyer, you know, no matter what he grows up to be, it's wrong to let a kid die, and Sawyer is totally in agreement with this. Aww. Um, Sawyer feelings. Juliet goes into the house to find Jack. Uh, Miles and Hurley are sitting on the couch, apparently playing Mahjong, like the actual kind with, you know, you build your wall and stuff, not like matching tile bullshit. And Juliet's like, hey, is Jack around? And they're like, oh, he's in the shower. And she's like, okay, can I talk to him alone? And Miles is like, okay, sure. And they leave and he's like, hey, ask me more questions about time travel. <laughs> um, Jack is showering. I'm sure this is supposed to be gratuitous fan service, but he's being a dummy. He's being Jack. So uh, Juliet, she's out of her scrub. She's in like street clothes or whatever, but she confronts him saying, Hey, I needed you for surgery. Jack's like, I came back here to save you. And she says, we've been fine for three years. You came back here for you. Please do me the courtesy of telling me why. Jack says, well, I came back because I'm supposed to. She's like, supposed to do what? He says, well, I don't know yet. And she kind of looks at him and she's like, well, you better figure it out. And he continues to be a drip. What? Yeah, yeah. What do you, what do you think that means? Like literally a drip, and also uh, he is in the cult of the island with Locke now. Okay, as I said, where is Locke? He, fuck, who knows? <laughs> he was a uh, yeah. I don't fucking know. Okay, so the la- the other the only other season five episode I've seen, he was there talking to Richard Alpert and also telling Alpert to find his baby self in the sixties. Yeah, that was. 
Episode five? Uh, no, that was episode three this season, so that was yeah. eight episodes ago this season. It was season. eight episodes ago and 22 years ago from this point in time. Though Richard Albert looks the same. Uh, maybe it's Maybelline, maybe it's time travel. But yeah, so I guess even though he got engaged to Kate, he still wanted to rescue Juliet? Not his other friends, unless it's a general you. I don't know, Jack. Figure your shit out. Um, <laughs> and she's kind of like, but, you know, we're fine. We, whatever. And then he, yeah. So what is he supposed to do? He doesn't know what he's supposed to do, but he feels called back. I mean, it definitely seems like there was like a decent amount of effort to get back to that island for not knowing what the hell you're supposed to do. Yeah, well, yeah, and that sounds very familiar. And it sounds like a lot of what Locke is doing, like, well, I have to open this hatch. Why? Well, because it's my destiny. That kind of, like, I'm going to wing it by my heart emotions. Oh, my Jack. My thump thumps. My feels. So he can't be bothered to have feelings about other people, but when it comes to the island, he's just going to go there. In the jungle, Sawyer is carrying child Ben in, like, a bridal carry. As they hike, Sawyer asks about Clementine... Kate was like, oh, she's lovely, she's growing up, she's got a bit of an attitude, like you. He's like, I'm sure you and Cassidy had a t- bunch to talk about. Kate says, you know, I think Cassidy was worried, or Cassidy thinks that you were worried about what would happen if you didn't jump off the chopper. Sora's like, you know, you and I would never have worked out. I would have been just as fit to be a boyfriend as I would that little girl's father. She's like, well, you seem to be doing okay with Juliet. And he's like, I've done a lot of growing up in the last three years. Does, does Sawyer seem more mature? He seems more tempered, yeah. He's not like, I'm gonna do this thing. And, like, given what they were talking about with Lafleur earlier, it sounds like he's better at, you know, hiding who you are by using a fucking pseudonym, unlike the rest of you ding-dongs. I was thinking it's, he's better at protecting is what they were trying to get at but okay okay yes he's better at protecting but that also means being better at the whole like i don't know so which which brings a good point okay so you know that juliet maybe sawyer whatever have been here it sounds like they've been in the past for three years i don't know if it's they've been in the past three years or that they've been on the island three years they've been on the island for three years okay so or, I mean, that could be one and the same. Got it. Okay. And it, how long do you think... Because they've mentioned a few times that Kate and Jack are new to the island. Well, new, new to the past time line. Mm-hmm. How did the fuck that happen? Um, or you just think that when they somehow made it back, they just got teleported back to the past? Or whatever the hell time travel shit it is. I don't know. So I think, I I know I'm missing a lot of context, and you're asking me, well, what do you think is going on in that missing context? I think what happened is the flashes maybe started happening after they left. Because the only other flash I've seen, the one to 1955, was Dan, Charlotte, Miles, and Locke. I... Huh. Yeah, so the flashes either happened after they got rescued or they just some memory wipe or whatever. Maybe, maybe not. We don't really have evidence of that, so that's probably not a thing in the show. 
I mean, say too early. Anyway, <laughs> they, so what it sounds like is maybe they hmm. came back to the island from their off-island time. And they're like, where are our friends? Let's go find our friends. And then ended up in a flash. And they may or may not have gone on the same flash with Sawyer and Juliet or not. So I don't know if... Um, in, in the episode you saw before, there was multiple flashes. I think. No. In Jughead? They, no, they, like, they went back to 1955, and they were there for most of the episode until the end. Okay. They alluded to flashes, so it has happened, but they didn't... In that case, they time, did, time travel only happens once, yes. They didn't make a on. bunch of jumps, but it, but they said, they used plural, and they didn't seem too surprised by it, so it sounded like they've had flashes to different points in island history before. So I don't know if they have, like, a time schedule or they're just like, oh, no, this is happening. I don't think they know when it happens because Locke was in the middle of his conversation when it happened and then found himself sitting not in a tent but in a green field. And he's like, no. Oh, So, Locke. yeah. Um, so anyway, as they're hanging out by this creek, the others show up with guns saying, hey, you crossed the line and you violated the truce. And so I was like, well, yeah, but... This kid needs help. Take us to Richard Alpert. In the suburb, there is a knock on a hotel room door. A blonde woman with straightened hair opens the door. Kate says, Mrs. Littleton, I'm Kate Austin. Mrs. Littleton knows who Kate is and lets her come in. She's got an Australian accent. Gee, I wonder who else is Australian. I, kinda, I was curious if Kate made it all the way to Australia during this scene or not, but it doesn't really mention that. So anyway, continue on. Um, I think it's ambiguous. I don't know if they're in L.A. or Australia. I'm going to guess probably L.A. Maybe she just invited her out. I don't know. Yeah. Or she moved. Because Mrs. Lillian says, your friend Dr. Shepard came here last night, kind of going on about a lot of nonsense, including somebody named Aaron. Kate says, Aaron is your grandson. And Claire is alive, and Mrs. Littleton's kind of got like a what face. Kate says, uh, when we crashed, your daughter was eight months pregnant, and she's the one who gave birth, not me. We made that story up to tell everyone. Mrs. Littleton demands to know why Claire was left behind, which is a good question. Kate says, she disappeared and left the baby behind. Mrs. Littleton wants to know why Kate lied about the whole thing and just didn't come to her in the first place, and Kate admits... It's because she needed Aaron. Yeah, uh, that, I mean, that's, that's a very so, valid question. Which is, a, yeah, which we sort of danced around earlier when we were talking yeah. about this, but yeah. So, like, his next of king would be either his half-uncle Jack or his grandmother, and... Assuming that there's no, like, other Claire siblings or something, yeah, but who and, knows. And Claire's young enough, she probably didn't have, like, a will or something set up. So that's complicated, especially with, like, an international I just thing. don't think they, yeah, they know nothing about child laws is my thoughts on this yeah. show. I mean, like, I don't really know much about uh, child custody laws, but I, this show plays very loosey-goosey with a lot of it. Yeah, I like, feel. no DNA tests for confirming why the hell there's a bright blonde baby out of Kate. Hair darkens over time as melanin okay. goes. So that's that's not as unusual. Um, Got it. It's like I had some college friends who had very pale hair in their baby pictures, but by the time they got to college, it was brown. So, <laughs> you know, just melanin accumulation. You melanin or pheomelanin. Pigments. 
Anyway, um, so I guess it sounds like uh, we're leaving Aaron with his grandmother because Kate says, you know, I'm he's in the next room over. I told him you're his grandmother. I'm going back to find your daughter. She kisses Aaron goodbye, tearfully, and leaves. Back on the island, Kate is watching Sawyer carrying Ben as they are led at gunpoint to Richard Alpert, who strides out of the jungle to meet them. He asks if that's Benjamin Linus. Sawyer's like, you know each other? Kate asks if they can save his life. Alpert looks at child Ben. He says, if I take him, he's not ever going to be the same again. Kate's like, what do you mean? Richard says, he'll forget this ever happened and his innocence will be gone. Which, what the fuck? So many, so many things right now. Oh, that's not a good phrase. (laughs) But okay. um... What what if, what if in Jack refusing to help Island Baby Hitler? Made him into Island Baby Hitler? Yeah, probably. Uh, Sawyer looks at him, uh, looks at Richard. Richard says, you know, he, if, you know, he, you're like, as I think Sawyer looks at him and be like, can you clarify that? Because what? Yeah. Uh, Richard says, he will always be one of us. Do you still want me to take him? Kate says, yes. Albert looks at Sawyer. Gunman looks, or one of the gunmen says, you know, you shouldn't do this without asking Ellie. If Charles finds out, Richard says, well, let him find out. I don't answer to either of them. There's are names takes- you've heard before. Um, are those, is that the, is that the couple who started the Dharma initiative? No, you met Ellie back in the, earlier this season when, um, Locke went back in time and talked to her. Of this season. This season. It was way, way long ago, but Ellie was. As far as I'm concerned, the only person he talked to, the person he mostly wanted to talk to was Richard Alpert, but yes. it was Ellie. Ellie was the woman with the gun. Yes, Ellie was, Ellie, yeah, Ellie was the woman with the gun. Okay. You've heard the name before in reference to another character, but if you forgot that, Charles, I'm not going to no, mention Charles it. Charles is probably Charles Woodmore, because he was a young 20-something in this sequence. Yes, potentially. If that's the same Charlie, but conservations of names. There's a lot of Charles, Charlie's. Yeah, I was like, there's a lot of Charles, Charlie's, and Charlotte's, and... Though in this context, it's probably Charles Woodmore... But anyway, Richard's like, well, I don't answer to them, and takes child Ben. Kate starts to follow them into the jungle, and Sawyer's like, let's not. Um, Sawyer seems to know a lot more in the situation. He needs, he, needs, he knows a lot more, and he's very hesitant about this whole situation, but, yeah. I mean, it's what we gotta do, because our doctor is having a hissy fit. Um, <laughs> Richard carries child Ben into a temple-like structure. You wanted me to note the temple-like structure, so, I mean, it's it's a temple-like structure. There's not much to write home about it. If you're I know, I just wanted to make sure that you mentioned something about story, the temple One story, it's stony, and he, he, he enters it by pressing into the door with his back, so it opens inward. Yeah. We go from that to what appears to be... Almost like a bunker-looking thing, or like some kind of barracks. Adult Ben is sleeping fitfully on a cot, and he wakes up. Um, Locke is seated next to him, looking at him, saying, and he says, Hello, Ben. Welcome back to the land of the living, and grins at him. And then the end of the episode happens. Yeah, hell of a, uh, yeah, that last scene, um, keep that in mind for some unknown point in the future. Yeah, because I forget, uh, when did you bring up the end? At like the er- end? Er- No, earlier this episode, you were like, oh, but who did we see at the end? Oh, like for Oceanic 6? Yes. 
Yeah, so... Because when is this? Did Locke even leave the island, though? Because from this, I got the sense that... Ben is waking up back on the island. So if Locke never left, he can still loom over sleeping Ben. That would make sense, but then why would Locke say welcome back to the end of the living because you're so convinced on the island everyone's dead? Because off-island was dead time. Go through how this works to me. Okay. Well, okay, because that was my running theory before, right? That this alternative timeline where they are, the Oceanic Six, is... So, your theory on how okay. off the island means they're dead? Yeah, well, so that that had been my theory. Because it was just, as we've been discussing, it's weird that there's they're rescued and supposedly everyone else is dead. And Hurley becomes convinced that they're dead while, in, while off the island. And it seemed like an alternative timeline. And because we weren't sure, is this a flash forward? What the shit is going on? Given that Hurley thinks that they're dead, he sees the ghost of Charlie and all of that. Maybe the people on the island see Off-Island as the afterlife or something. So when Ben is back on the island and Locke looks at him, he's like, Welcome back to the land of the living. Welcome back to being alive. Welcome back to being part of the island life. Versus like Off, which is your former self, your dead self, whatever. I don't know how literal or metaphoric we Hmm. want to make this be. That, to me, would be the simplest explanation, because I, I, otherwise I have no evidence that Locke left. Unless you're saying that Ben is waking up off-island, and Locke is also off-island. Well, I'm just saying you don't know who the Four Oceanic Six is, um, but you do know Ben is off-island. You know Ben has came to and from the island before. Mm-hmm. At the docks with Ben, Jack, Saeed, and Son. Mm-hmm. Ben is off-island. Yeah. At that point. Mm-hmm. But... Also, I have no idea where that scene in most of the other off-island timeline is this episode, because... Well, this was the one that finally, like, put it in place with everything else. Cause well, it, before... it, it, it kind of did, but, like, within well, the actual off-island stuff, because Kate went from meeting Cass for the first time to Clementine going, oh, Auntie Kate! Well, yeah, no, we had, yeah. A, prog- we had a progression of three years in yeah. the off-island time here. And I'm like... Last week's episode of Lost at Random, huh, this is me assuming that we're going to be, be weekly, but you never know. Hopefully. That it was helpfully, uh, the the flash whatevers were helpfully uh, bracketed by eight days ago, seven True. days ago. Normally they don't give us that courtesy, and in this case we had to context clues it from how old is Aaron. Aaron is an infant. Aaron is in a car seat. Aaron can talk. So yeah. We maybe had, like, if I, I, I'd have to look back, then maybe, like, a flashback per, like, year of his life or whatever. That makes sense. Um, so, there are no other clues for when that end scene is. Or where. When and where are very important. We just know it's an adult Ben. You know, you know he's t- he comes to and forth. Or to, to and from on the island, so... Okay. That's not really a good clue. Yeah, you're right. Locke is in... Inst- I don't remember if, I think Locke had like a, like a black button down over a white t-shirt, which maybe sounds sort of like off-islandy, but maybe not, because normally he's running around looking like Mr. Clean Rambo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's definitely wearing black. So, yeah. So I, it's, it's hard for me to figure out where, and I think... Or when. Or, or yeah. when. 
when or where, the most logical thing to me is that Ben came back to the island and somehow woke up here. And this is Locke saying, hey, welcome back to the land of the living. It's It could just be a throwaway about, like, good morning, sunshine sort of things, but no. I think. This show likes to be clever. Um, <laughs> or think that it's clever. Definitely does. So... Or the way that you're implying that you think I should think that they're somehow off-island and Locke is just waking up next to his camp bed. Oh, no, I just was trying to... Yeah, I don't know. I, I might just be throwing things at you because I like doing that. You do, but you also... I think some of the things that you're throwing at me are the canon things because the best lies have a grain of truth to them. So <laughs> if you're like, oh, here's this ridiculous scenario, but it could never happen. That would be too weird. Probably indicates to me that that is actually a thing that happens. Okay. Um, so any... And now you're going to strategize thinking, oh no, I can't say things like that to Danielle. Ah. Nah, I'm good. Um, any other thoughts this episode? Anything else you want to mention? Uh, not really. So I think the major things from this is like, it's another flash uh, it clarifies where the flashback forwards are, mostly, kind of. Yeah, it also clarifies that they may actually be happening. However, they might be happening before an alternate timeline in the past. Yeah. And it still doesn't clarify what's what the shit is going on in season six, where people who have died are there, unless the future is in their past lines, and they decide to go back one more time, like a really bad encore set. Yeah, we'll find out what, I don't know, here, mathematically, I think another season six episode is going to have to happen sometime soon. Well, yeah, I'm, run- I'm running out of season three and one episodes to go through, right? So. I mean, not not really, you still have 20-ish episodes per season, the first few seasons to go through. There's not 20 episodes in season six, so, but that's all I'm going to say about that. Okay. So, yeah, there's a reason that season six episodes have... Just they, there's just lots of them. Yeah, the again. writers' strike. That was season four. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, which I'm not gonna say how many episodes are per season, but you. Okay, Paul, I didn't figure yeah. it out, and I'm so sorry. But anyway, we'll uh, get back to that later. Anything else you wanna say? Not really. Okay. I mean, it is an interesting take on the "Would you kill baby Hitler?" Except he's not a baby; he's a he's a child who can talk to you, and yeah. <laughs> By the way, the beer I drank, now that it matters too much, was Melvin Citradamus Delicious, Delicious Double IPA. I know the owner of Melvin's kind of a dick, but he makes really, really good beer. And I guess time for you to do the outro stuff. Oh, right. Socials. Okay, so if you would like to criticize my gratuitous pop culture references and or tell Syl that he should watch The Princess Diaries, you can let, leave us a note at our Facebook page, Lost at Random. I think it's just facebook.com slash lost at random. Yes. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Dalmari. That's D-A-U-M-A-R-I. I very sporadically post about when we're watching at the hashtag Lost at Random. I also look at that hashtag. If you have thoughts, you can leave them there too. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Um, we'll get back next time with whatever happens. I happens. I don't. Yeah. Okay. Title drop. Fine. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know if we're on any pod streaming websites that let you rate and review. I also kind of don't care if you do or you don't. This is still just us having a fun project. But you know, if you if you have thoughts, let us know. Yeah, if you have thoughts, let us know. Um, I said I've been learning a. This has mostly been an extreme 
learning experience when it comes to audio editing and stuff. So I'm still working on it. Um, we should have a good system now. I know a few things I need to fix, but we'll get to that when we can. By the time we explore the Anne Hathaway multiverse, we're going to sound so good. <laughs> That's kind of the plan. But anyway, thanks for listening. We'll find out what happens next time while Danielle frets out about multiple timelines. And uh, yeah, <laughs> bye guys. Farewell.